Hello and welcome to Voices for Japan. This week, Barbara Goodson joins us to discuss the impact that Japan has had on her life and career. Barbara's career in anime dates all the way back to the 80s, so her enthusiasm for participating in both Anime Fans Get Back to Japan and the Voices for Japan series comes as little surprise. We hope you enjoy this week's installment of Voices for Japan. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Voices for Japan. Joining us this week is someone who has been in many, many, many of my favorite video game and anime titles, and that's none other than Barbara Goodson. Barbara, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, Barbara, let's go ahead and get started. What was your initial reaction when you first heard the news about the earthquake and tsunami that hit Japan? Well, it was surreal. It was not it was too big to believe that it was really happening. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> the the earthquake was was one thing, but then you know the triple threat of the tsunami and then the the um, the uh, reactors uh, being um, in jeopardy was it was it was horrendous. It was, I mean, um, my heart was was in my my. Um, in my throat. It was a horrible feeling of helplessness. And uh, the footage, you know, just was worse than a movie. It was, I mean, it felt like it was what you were watching a movie. It was hard to believe. Yeah, that's one thing that, that when I do these Voices for Japan interviews, I hear over and over again. It's just how surreal it was and, and how hard it was to grasp what was really happening and, and the magnitude of everything that, that was going on over there. Yeah, I mean, people were were staring at the the wave coming at. I mean, people weren't running right away a lot of the time because they couldn't believe it either. And and I could understand that way of being. It's like I'm not really here. I'm an observer watching uh, something on television or something. Ugh. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how Japan has affected your life, uh, either professionally or personally. Well, I started my career um, in New York just, you know, wanting to be an actor on stage and in, in film and TV, on camera. <clears throat> but when I got to L.A., um, which was just a visit, supposedly, <laughs> I came here just uh, to see a friend who said, oh, sitcoms are great to get into. And I was, you know, I knew I, I was a character actor because I had a, an ability to do different characters i could do different dialects easily and um so comedy was easy for me and improv was my background so i decided to and i sang so i decided to do singing and and be in plays here but from that just by a fluke the uh one of the the bass player in a show i was doing called company um as the crazy bride uh who sang a crazy song which was a fast Pace song said you're really good with you know doing tricky things with with speaking. Uh, my my friend it does um, these Japanese cartoons uh, and they need people to dub them. And um, you know there's you know there's some work that you might be good at because you're good with picking things up quickly. And I said yeah anything to make you know other than waiting tables would be great. So I met her, and um, it was the very beginning. It, there was no um, 
time codes or anything, but I saw Japanese cartoons for the first time, and I was so amazed with the, with the beauty of the animation. It was not Disney. It was art. It seemed like, it, you know, the, the backgrounds were, were gorgeous, and um, I really I took a liking to it, and, and I didn't have any connection with the people in Japan, but um, it, it just kept evolving, and um, then, then I did something for a, a company called Intersound, and then Harmony Gold, of course, um, from them, and uh, Saban after that, and uh, I never dealt with the the actual people from Japan, but I, I certainly dealt with the uh, concepts of what the the storylines were, and uh, most of it was was really kind of exciting to you know a, a lot more intricate than American simplistic storylines usually, you know there, there was a lot of good and evil, but there were a lot of gray areas in their storylines, and it was fascinating to do it and to dub and to uh, a part of that whole genre. Barbara, you've certainly been a major part of the voice actor uh, industry, the, the voiceover community for a very long time now. What was your reaction when you saw uh, the response both both among your colleagues and among the fans with uh, different things like uh, the We Heart Japan event that was organized in L.A.? or the uh, Anime Fans Get Back to Japan event, which you were a part of, uh, as well as our podcast. Um, what was your reaction when you saw the way that uh, the anime community reacted to the crisis in Japan? I was not surprised, because I know these people for many, many decades. Um, and uh, I was very um, proud to be a part of that group of people. I mean, the, the people that I grew up with, basically... Uh, doing uh, this kind of work um, are some of the loveliest people you'll ever meet. Um, we're all performers. We love to be, um, you know, creative. But there's a certain kind of persona with people in our industry where uh, the ego is there, but the heart is a kind of equal. You know, there's an intelligence and there's a, there's a heart-centeredness and a wisdom that I find working with most of the people I've I've worked with all these years that they're they're smart and they're kind and they're uh, they've got the the right set of values. So I was not surprised. I was just glad there was something to do, and that I'm um, you know that I'm in this group of people because I respect all of them. They're most most of the, the highly you know evolved people I've ever worked with in uh, show business. I I love this group of people and um there's always more to do and we we're honest with each other. We have our own little websites that do, we can talk to each other about our situation with with um with our community. And so I was really, you know, I'm just very fortunate to be part of this group. I I have to say that um I was I was personally very moved by your enthusiasm uh, when I first contacted you for the Anime Fans Get Back to Japan event about wanting to help out, wanting to participate, because I think you you and so many others uh, exemplify uh, really what what we're trying to do with this whole Voices for Japan event, which is which is to help people realize that it's not just about some country that's 
on the news and half a world away. It's, you know, there, there are people here, uh, people that I know personally that have been affected by it. And it, it's just very touching as someone who's been a fan of anime and video games for as long as I have to see people that I, I respect for their acting and their work uh, really uh, come out and show their their true colors as individuals. So I thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, I, I mean, there's no accidents. We 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 as a group play these heroes and villains, and you know, it, if if you're in the business and you've stayed in it long enough, I think there's a part of you that's part of the characters. You know, whether it's the wicked <laughs> side of you <laughs> that you can access. <laughs> there's there's that you know, right. but um, there's a, a sense of wanting the world to be as good as it can be, and I think the the cartoons that we do kind of you know me- mirror what our in- internal feelings are a lot of the time. Well, Barbara, uh, I appreciate your time. We're gonna we're gonna let you go, but before we do, do you have any parting words that you'd like to say? Well, I've been watching. Um, uh, National Geographic and, uh, about what's going on in Japan because I know that people do forget because it's it's not in the news as much anymore. And I just want to uh, ask people to remember that there are so many places. There's globalgiving.com. There's Architecture for Humanity. There's um, Japanese Emergency NGOs. Uh, um, uh, oh, the other one, uh, Harvest. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Go to globalgiving.com and look at all the places that still need help, you know, where, where people are, are building bathhouses for individuals that have gone without bathing for weeks. I mean, th- there's so many places to just give, give something, anything, um, and, and not to forget to keep doing that because the, the, this is ongoing, you know, and, and they need your help. So that's all I can say. Well, Barbara, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you taking the time to to appear on the podcast with us. Thank you. Thanks for giving me the opportunity, and, and bless you all. Thank you for listening to Voices for Japan. Remember to visit helpjapan.onepiecepodcast.com, www.redcross.org, or visit the charitable organization of your choice to donate to the ongoing relief effort in Japan. As of this time, there are no more recorded or scheduled interviews in the Voices for Japan series. However, that doesn't mean that this is necessarily the end of the Voices for Japan series. We will continue to respond to any voice actors who wish to be a part of this project, who we have previously contacted, or who wish to contact us. And there's still a strong likelihood that we will actively pursue more installments for this series at a later date. In the meantime, I hope that all of you have enjoyed the Voices for Japan series. I'd like to personally thank each and every one of our guests and everyone who has donated to the relief effort. The crisis there is far from over and Japan will need our aid for some time to come. However, remember to stay active in your communities and remind people that there is still much to be done. Thanks again for listening and be sure to check out our Twitter, Facebook, and our RSS feed to keep up with all of our articles, interviews, and podcasts.